This is Aikido Discuss, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and Miles Solana McDaniel, second Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right, we did it. Okay. Did it again. You really came in there, Josh. Yeah, with a smooth, smooth radio voice. I know. I've been seeing, and I ruined it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was doing so well. So we set this up last week, so we don't even really need to to intro it. But but we the, will. But anyway. we will because that's yeah. Cool we do. So we are talking about success in Aikido and what that looks like. So uh, you're probably thinking, success in Aikido, like, oh, how do I make a school to make a lot of money or whatever, you, you know, that kind of success. Like, that's uh, the wrong way to think about our martial art right yeah, now. Yeah, that's not the success we're talking about. We're talking about in uh, an Aiki uh, interaction, when you're having a conflict, uh, and you're using your Aiki to uh, solve that interaction, what does a successful... Uh, resolution look like, right? And so, if we're dealing with other martial arts or, or uh, just, just straight conflict, at the end of the conflict, one way or another, there's going to be destruction, right? right. right. Um, that's just <clears throat> how it is. Either you're destroyed or they're destroyed or you're both destroyed, whatever. But at the end, if you're, if it's just a conflict, uh, if it's a I don't know, physical or uh, the violent conflict uh, at the end, if you continue it all the way down to the end past struggle, it's uh, destruction. Aikido does not uh, look at it that way. We're not, uh, we're trying to get to the opposite end of that spectrum. And so what what does that look like? Yeah, I think this is uh, one of the most important questions. And I've been really hot to talk about this because um, uh, the other day I had this, this little personal epiphany. Um, so, so lately, there's really been a, a burr under my saddle. I really like. I've been annoyed that people keep talking about martial and aikido, and you hear people say things like, "What's the most martial style of aikido?" Or, you know, "Oh, I don't know because I do a very martial style of aikido." And, and so you hear this a lot. So what the what does that mean? What what does that mean? What does you know? Oh, I teach a martial style of aikido, and so. First of all, we have different ideas of what martial means, so that's a terrible thing to say. And what people really want to say is they want to say, my Aikido, my Aikido is the effective kind right. versus, hey, you other guys who don't practice the, the martial kind like I do, the IE effective kind, um, then you're not effective. And right, and right. that's cute and, and quaint. Effective, but, but you got to say what they mean by effective, which is like... Um, I will dominate you. Right. Well, okay. So, so I mean, I'm right? going to give them, I mean, I'm going to give, I think you're right, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt right now and just say that means effective. And then okay. they're not even saying what effective okay. means, so that, right. but they think it's effective. And so I really think the word martial is a passive aggressive way of saying that like we have the stuff that works and you other guys, that's cute what you do, but it's just not effective. Right. And so we do the effective stuff and you don't do the effective stuff. And when people say, oh, I'm trying to learn a more martial way of Aikido, I think what they're saying is, uh, oh, I want to learn more more effective Aikido. And so to me, then you have to say, what is effective? And I think what Josh just said is what a lot of people think effective is. I am now able to dominate someone else. And because I'm able to dominate you, that means my martial arts effective. And my problem with this is Aikido, I don't think is about dominating at all. I do not think that's in the cards. I mean, that might happen, but that's not what we want. We want a harmonious, mutual interaction where everything ends okay. That's what we're looking for. Well, and if you look at that, 
if 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 that is your idea that like you are going to dominate, that's at the very end of that. Uh, you know, if we have our little diagram that shows, you know, the <clears throat> progression of conflict, that's at the end where uh, there's destruction. Your domination means the destruction of someone else. Yes. Um, so how does that, you know, how does that fit with uh, with Aiki? And and then also I think there's just the the, the term martial is real, real dumb. And we it's had a whole dumb. podcast about it uh, that you can go back and listen to if you want to, you know. <clears throat> do that but because we've had that conversation before i don't think it's dumb i think it's maybe misleading well, and too many right. people have uh, their own associations as to what those words it's mean. inaccurate just like, and vague there you go just like fighting just uh martial yeah, yeah. combat like all these words that people throw around right. um that they they kind of assume that everyone has the same definition as they right. do and then we spend a lot of time arguing on the internet about about this the thing. Same, same crap, yeah. Right, um, because it's like, well, that's not combat effective. And it's like, well, you're not combat effective. Right, You know, right, well, just right, come study right. with me and my teacher and we'll show you. Right. Well, and see, and that's... <laughs> Here's this video of us sparring. See and, how hardcore we are. And I think that's really the, the truth about it and where so much of the, you know, the, the back and forth happens with IQ is like everyone's using this weird inarticulate language for things you know or and, or overly articulate i don't know i right. mean vague but also too right. many yeah. like many worded yeah. and not it's hard and not just saying what they mean not just being clear with what they mean you know and what they mean is like i i want or what i think a lot of people mean is i want to dominate you i want to be able to you try to attack me and i put you on the ground every time you know right. i i rub your face in the dirt uh, with the fact that you can't get me and I can throw you with ease or I can make you pain compliant so that you, you know, are on the ground and, and crying or whatever. Right. And so, so you know, that is a way to solve a problem um, that, you know, I'm just the toughest guy. And so in the end, uh, I'm going to get to say what I think is most important and you're going to have to listen to me because I'm the toughest guy. So that is a that is a solution, right? It's kind of a very, like, uh, jail mentality, you know, like... Uh, I got to be toughest guy on the cell block, and I got to prove myself now, uh, so that nobody wants to fuck with me anymore. And and I think a lot of the way people interpret uh, what a martial art like Aikido must be, you know, saying like it's the peaceful martial art, it's the you know the martial art where we try not to fight. I think what they believe that means is that we're going to be the toughest guy, and also we're kind-hearted. So because we're the toughest, most kind-hearted person, when we have a, a dictatorship, uh, we're going to be the nicest dictatorship, right? We're gonna we're gonna boss everyone around, but only in the good way. And I, right. I think that's what most people are saying and i personally think that's bullshit or you know i think it is this thing yeah it's that exact that that thing where it's like uh we're the 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 art the piece of the you know not hurting people but it's like not that we couldn't do that sure we just don't right that that's the implication you know the implication right. we is we are really the toughest right, martial art guys right. but i mean when you hear people talking when you hear people talking about you know there was the the joe rogan uh podcast it's probably years old now, but um, and they had a uh, Aikido guy on there, and and that's kind of like the implication that that you got, and I think the implication that that guy Joe Rogan was struggling with, which is just like, you know, no, you're not you're not tough in the same way that other, you know, that a NC two A wrestler is tough or that a, a boxer is tough. Now, 
that's totally fine. Right. And and this so, is to the point of <clears throat> what we're talking about right. today. I think. Right. And I think. Um, sorry, I'm we're we're being my cogs here, but uh, so I think we're gonna um, we're gonna circle back around to a more fleshed out view. But I think where we need to go is you know what is what is successful. Um, so so basically, uh, this is why I wanted to call this uh, what does success look like in Aikido is because. Um, I think that's a better thing to use than goal, a better term to use, and, and I'll kind of flesh out why I think it's better to use. But so, uh, so first thing I think you need to ask is what does success look like in any martial art? So if you're boxing, what does success look like? It looks like you're able to knock someone out when they're not able to knock you out, right? I mean, it's real simple. I'm gonna use my hands, I'm gonna hit you hard, you're gonna try and use your hands and hit me hard. If I'm successful, you're not gonna be able to hit me as hard as I can hit you and you're going to quit or go to sleep before I do, right? And that, that's what success looks like. Yeah. Um, if you're doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, success looks like uh, I can get you on the ground and hold you and then twist your joints in a way that you have to surrender because if you don't surrender, then um, your joints will get broken um, and you can't can't do that back to me. So that's what success looks like. In Western wrestling, it looks like I can hold you down and you can't get up. If you can't get up, then I'm winning. In judo, it looks like I can throw you when you can't throw me. And you know, maybe I've added too many here, but but you guys see the the pattern here, which is the martial arts, what they're about is also what their success rate is, right? So you know, judo is about throwing, and that's why success is a successful throw. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is about submissions, and that's why submissions is a success in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, et cetera, so forth. So now you have to ask yourself, what does success look like in Aikido? And I think a lot of these people right now who are doing martial arts and, and asking if Aikido is martial, you know, they want to know what Aikido is going to be successful at. I think they believe that Aikido is supposed to be successful at all of them. Yeah. And so, right, yeah, yeah that I it can so. do all the things. Right. And yeah. so they're like, well, yeah, we would be the best at hitting people. We would be the best at throwing people. We'd be the best at holding people down. And we'd be the best at submitting people. And so then when, when they start analyzing it, they go, oh, man. Jiu-Jitsu, um, they're better at uh, submitting people than we are. So maybe we need to learn from Jiu-Jitsu people. And then they go, oh, boxers, they're better at hitting people, or karateka, or taekwondo, whatever yeah, martial art yeah. you've picked. They're better at hitting people, so we should learn from them. And Judo people are better at throwing, so we should learn from them. And, you know, and, and this is an interesting idea, and it's a hybridizing idea. And that's because, like, Aikido exists in this weird in-between place between, you know, ground grappling, stand-up grappling, striking, you know, we see some quote-unquote strikes in Aikido and we see some wrist twisting and we see some pins on the ground and so we think, okay, uh, well then I guess we got to be able to deal right. with all those things. Right, because we do all of those things or we see all of those things in our art, um, we must be the best at it. And this is maybe actually, and I hadn't thought about this before, but this is why people think that Aikido doesn't work right exactly you know, because right. Yes. They, they they pick out one of these things or maybe they pick out all of them and go well why can it why doesn't it do this as good as something else well it doesn't it doesn't throw as good as judo because judo only throws i mean that's all it does you're not going to learn to pin in judo are you i mean uh, somewhat somewhat but, you know and that's arguable and real hardcore but, judo people are like we learn everything they learn in brazilian jiu-jitsu but the truth is you don't right, specialize right. on it the way they do in brazilian jiu-jitsu um and so yeah, I mean, if you look at it, you don't, you don't get any of the other <clears throat> things, you know. And it's a valid, it's a valid question to ask. I think if you don't know anything about Aikido, um, and you're coming from the outside, going, okay, well, I see you guys have this kind of weird lunging punch thing. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> so how are you going to 
deal with a much quicker, much more efficient kind of punch that doesn't look that's like right. you know, like that's a fair <clears throat> question, a totally fair question. That lunging but it, sh- punch. it shouldn't. It should be a ridiculous question to people who understand Aikido yeah, because exactly. you should be able to answer that question. You know, no thought. Just like if you went up to someone who knew about boxing and said, "Hey, uh, you know, how come you don't focus so much on headlocks or kicking? Why or kicking? Why, yeah, why don't you kick in, in what boxing? If I, what if I kicked you right now?" Right, and that that lunging punch to me is a great example because when you understand um, how our system works, that lunging punch or that lunging, yeah, lunging punch, I guess, is the ski is is the most sensible thing in the world, and why that happens is very sensible and very martial and very natural and is perfect. But when you are trying to judge our success rate by another martial arts success rate then it seems goofy and weird because we're trying to understand the other martial art. And you can't see the limitations of the other systems compared to ours because we're not clear about what was successful in Aikido. So let's let's do it. Tell us. Okay, well so so <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to take one more little sidestep and I think we're going to run right, right right back around into it. So an important thing to understand is Aikido is not about dominating. So if you're looking at dominating, and let, right now, let's just talk about unarmed. We could talk about armed as well, but it's just going to get more complicated. And let's look at the four martial arts uh, we outlined earlier, right? So um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, uh, Western Wrestling, and Boxing, right? So if we look at those as are like, oh man, those are really effective, good martial arts. All of those martial arts are about basically the same thing, which is domination. Domination in different ways, but domination, that's their number one goal. So when you are thinking that martial arts are about dominating, and then you try and attach that to Aikido, Aikido is not dominant in any of those things. And let me say that again, just to make this clear. If you want to learn to hold someone down, to submit someone, to throw someone, or to uh, uh, hit someone, don't learn Aikido. If you want to dominate with that, that is not, it's not the martial art for you, because domination will work better in those systems, the other ones we outlined, right? Okay, now, Aikido is supposed to be about peace, right? It's supposed to be about harmony. It's about making some kind of um, accord so that way uh, we're not fighting each other and we're not hurting the other people. That's the idea. And I bet everyone who cons- who's listening right now who maybe considers themselves to do a very martial quote-unquote version of Aikido is probably going, now hold on, hold on. Let's, that's this hippie shit right there, you know? Well, or they're going, okay, okay, <clears throat> Okay, yes. tell me. And, and right? how are you going to do that, bro, without yes. a double leg and a sweet jab? How are you going to do that, bro? Yes. Right. And it it sounds like hippie shit, but it's also everything that everyone has ever said about Aikido. Right. I you mean, know? That's, it's the party line. It's the party line. And well, and it's also um, everything that everyone would always say about self-defense situations, you know? So if you're not uh, in a situation where you're in a street ball and you got to beat this guy up to prove that you're the, the hot shit... Uh, to your woman, um, or whatever. Uh, the hot shit to your woman. <laughs> whatever it is. Put that on my grave. Um, <laughs> I'm here to prove I'm the hot shit to my <laughs> woman. So, this, Aikido would be the things, the thing that you would do. Like, it would be the thing that you would want to accomplish. Which is just like, don't, you can't get me. You can right, right. try to punch me. You can right. try to kick me. You can try to do whatever, but you're not going to be I think you jumped ahead here, but to get me. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so uh, here's what we got. There are dominating martial arts. 
there are some areas to dominate in. Um, and there are martial arts that are really good at that. So if Aikido is not good at those things, what is Aikido's success rate? What makes it success? And so I'm going to propose a really radical, and I've been saying this for years, but I'm going to propose a really radical idea of Aiki. In Aikido, uh, we practice the art of Aiki. And so what is Aiki? So um, in Japanese, I means fitting, something that fits together nicely, like the lid on a teapot, right? That's what the character represents, you know, or at least that's the myth about what the character represents. So how do things fit together nicely? And then ki, which ki uh, in Japanese is used as a way to say that there's an energy, there's something going on that we don't exactly understand, like a mood or a sense of the weather or something like this. It's like, I'm not 100% clear about what this is, but there's an energy, there's something happening, um, and it's a little abstract in nature. So um, then Aiki would mean that we're fitting something that's a little abstract in nature. Um, uh, an old way, uh, at least that I understand this, uh, to say Aiki way a long time ago was when two swordsmen don't have an opening to attack in, that's an Aiki uh, moment, right? And so meaning that like they're, both of their attentions are so clear that there's no clear attack, right? So like mm -hmm. they can't, you can't get into attack because their intent is very mm -hmm. clear. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's pointing at the same kind of thing, which is um, there's something that we, we can't exactly put our finger on, but it's fitting nicely. And I think in English, using the word accord is really good for this. And think of like peace accord, right? So uh, the, the president sat down with the two, these two prime ministers to sign a peace accord, right? So like we're trying to get an accord, uh, a, a compromise, so that something can turn out okay. So when you think of what's abstract and fits together, so for years I was saying uh, music is a good example of I-key because it's abstract, right? It's like, you know, we all hear the sounds and we can say what they are, but but it's kind of weird, you know? A sound can fill a room, but we can't put it in a bottle. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a weird kind of thing. But yet when it's good, we can totally tell that it's fitting, and that's where we get, like, a harmony, right? So, like, we, mm -hmm. we talk about harmony. Oh, they're harmonizing. And it's, it's, it's you know, if you really think about it, it's like, oh, it's kind of strange. I can't exactly pinpoint what that is. Um, it's a kind of key, I would say, and it's fitting together very nicely. So. And you don't have to know music, you don't have to read music, no. you don't have to know anything technical no. about music to make that harmony. And it can it can be, you know, you got some girl who's sang in the shower her whole life and she can make harmony with somebody on the radio right. without having ever studied notes or time signatures or anything. Right, she just knows how to make those things fit together. And that's what makes it ambiguous. Right, right. and at the same token, yeah, you could uh, you could also study it. You know, yeah, right, yeah. There, there's multiple ways to that. Okay, so so music is, for a long time I've said, oh, music is a good, and like I would try and use that to illustrate to kids what Ikea is because it's kind of hard, you know, to, to get what this abstract concept is. And so recently I started saying more. It's also a conversation. So a conversation is also Aiki. Like, we're just talking and putting out ideas, things that aren't solid. We're not making anything or building anything or, or physically doing anything. We're just talking. But our ideas are melding together. And so when you have a really good conversation with someone, it's a fitting together, you know. And anyone who's had a deep conversation with someone, they're like, oh, man, that was awesome. You know, it really made me feel a certain way and it was great. And we can get through lots of problems and all kinds of stuff if we have a really good conversation about it. So so thinking of Aiki as conversation, not limited to conversation, but conversation is an example of this. So then what would Aikido mean? Uh, Aikido would be a way to get us back to the conversation. What we want to do is have a conversation with someone. We don't want to dominate them. We don't want to beat them up. We want to have a conversation where we can get an accord together. I can go, hey, man, I wish you wouldn't attack me. That would be bad. And you can go, well, I'm really grumpy about some whatever the conversation is. But we can have a conversation. So instead of having to fight, 
we have a conversation. Now, if we're having a conversation, what might break down? Well, they could try to attack me. So what would my answers be? Now, if I don't want to have a conversation, if I just simply want to dominate them so I can dictate to them what's going on, then maybe hitting them, throwing them, holding them down, or twisting them to make them say uncle is something I want to do. But if I want to have a conversation, those aren't my main goals. I have another main goal. Um, and so this is kind of my thought of what's success in Aikido. It's getting us back to a position where we can have a conversation instead of you attacking me. I think, too, like an important, I think conversation's a good word, but like the connotation of that conversation is one of those moments like you described where you and a friend have a really good one. And it's you both feel like, wow, that was a good moment we had. I'll always remember that. There are bad conversations. Right. And so even if you use your, you know, the person attacks you and you can't have a conversation with them and you throw them down and twist their wrists until they say uncle, um, and then you get back to having a quote-unquote conversation, you know, you're having, you're exchanging words, it's not the kind of conversation where you're, uh, both feeling like, oh, that was good afterwards, you know? It, it's it's not like that. At the end, you're saying, you don't do that again. And the person's right. like, oh, okay. Right. That's right. not it, that kind of conversation. So it, you want to get back to that point where things are harmonious. Right, right. Yeah, I think, you know, accord, uh, harmony, understanding, I think those are kind of some key words that need to be included in this. Um and realizing that you want to uh, you want to allow yourself to be in a position to get back to that to be conversation, heard. Yes. right? Right. It's not about <clears throat> necess- I mean, in order to do this, you have to have that uh, accord with the. You have to be able to work with the other person, but because it, it takes more than just that. But um, it's about getting yourself in that position to have that conversation, right. less than making forcing right. the other person right. you know because right. you can't do that right. right so all you can do is get yourself in a position where now we can have a conversation and uh ask the other person to join you right in that it, right there has to be and that's the other thing there has to be a joining right uh yes the wase the blend yes you know, it's the fitting that, the, together the, that's it's the fitting the, of your intent and my intent um and it, and that can't happen if you're dominating. If someone's dominating. Either side's dominating. Right, either side, yeah. Right. And um, uh, I think that's like, that's the problem that we're having when we're talking about martial and and Aikido is because martial, the only way anyone can see something as martial is because they're dominating someone else, right? And, and I guess that is a take. But to me, all conflicts have a martial nature to them. So is Aikido a system that helps you deal with conflict? Yes. And so right. I would say then it is absolutely a martial art because there's conflict and it's teaching you how to deal with conflict, a way to deal with conflict. But that way is inherently different than a lot of other martial arts because its way is not about dominating the other person first and then making them do what you want. Right. We want to keep it out of the physical. That's right. You know, Aikido works to always keep out of physical because, as I was saying in the beginning, uh, once we move to the physical, the end of that is destruction. Right. You know, that's exactly right. And if right. we think about it in, again, grand the grand scheme terms, the end of that, like on a grand scale, is nuclear annihilation, right? right? right. Everyone's dead. So there's no good outcome. Um, to, for, to physical confrontation. Yes. I mean, there's yes. none. There, I mean, you know. And I mean, you know, who would come up with a system like this? Well, someone who saw a nuclear device dropped on their country. Um, so, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no joke. Like, he saw what happens when people feud so long that it escalates and escalates and escalates. And the end of that is bad for everyone. Right. It really is bad for everyone. Well, and also someone who came from a culture where... Um, 
they were samurai, and and these people were fighting with weapons uh, that were so powerful uh, that you you could not physically, as a single person, stand up to them. So you know, we a lot of what I think we're talking about comes from this Western idea, where like we're a civilized society, so the when we're talking about conflict and we're looking at boxing, wrestling, blah blah blah, what's at the end of that? Um, it's not much. Someone's got some owies. Right, but. it's not much, right? Someone but, got an owie. Oh. Right. But if you think about... A sword. A sword, you are not going to be able to uh, physically confront a sword, right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're... A good result is losing an appendage. Right. Or, um, there, there's, so there has to be a different way about right. it and that's where aikido right. comes in right right because you can't uh force some you can't use force on force you know unless your force is better but here again that just keeps escalating and then at the end you're both dead right right and it's interesting to me because i think this idea um when applied to the idea of another option um other than fighting it out head to head like that doesn't seem like a crazy idea to us when we come to like a literal conversation between two people or three people or you know an internet argument or something like it's easy to see that there are multiple options for that you know outcomes for that i mean you know so you can either agree to disagree you can continue yelling at each other until someone says you know what i i have to go to bed now i I, I quit (laughs) um you know there's multiple different ways for that to you you can agree um that one person is right and go okay i'm sorry i I misunderstood you know you are correct about that thing there's there's many ways and we i think everyone can agree on that um the same with any kind of relationship between two people. There are multiple ways to get through a conflict without um, mutual destruction or one right. person being right. hurt. Right. Um, we call that negotiation. Right. Um, and so I don't think it's crazy to think that there's another option when it comes to the physical realm as well. Right. That's exactly um, right. And and, yeah. and understand that that physical realm is what bars us from continuing to have a conversation. So like what Maya was saying with like an internet argument, what bars you from it is the fact that you're far apart. So you can't, it could never become physical. Right. So, so you've got to negotiate, you've got to talk, you've got to find a way to resolve it that's non-physical. But in, in a physical situation, if someone wants to dominate you, then how do you stop? that and to me this is the goal of Aikido is like I want to always keep it at conversation so success looks like a conversation doesn't look like me beating you up looks like that's being able to have a conversation now what would threaten that you coming to attack me so what are methods that I can keep you from coming to attack me and so that's where Aikido begins its training methods and I think you were saying this the other day, you know, ultimately, what does successful look like? And if we want to put it in a very simple martial context, uh, dude with a sword is coming to kill me. Right. Can I not be killed? Be killed. That's right. You know, and, and or can I get to a, pos- uh, a position where the dude with the sword says, all right, I, I'm done with yep. this, this means of trying yep. to get attack you call it a day yes yes and and what is that that's a conversation it's just the kind of conversation i talked about i'm tired i'm going to bed now i'm not going to have this we can agree to disagree and that's, right no physical and that's ramification that story, happened right that's right the, the, that's the right so uh, yeah yeah, yeah. let's 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 get into that i think that's a good thing to talk about so so now that you're saying like uh so and here's another part when people are saying martial is they want to they want to say that uh I, i'm not impotent right that's what they're saying not 
not get your mind out of the gutter. I'm not. No, um, yeah, impotent. Like, I'm not, as in, I'm right. not, I'm ineffective. I'm not right. ineffective. I'm not ineffective. And right. so when they're saying, like, oh, I study martial Aikido, what they're saying is, I'm not ineffective. Meaning that if you attack me, I can't have answers. Now, Aikido, when you look at it exactly the way we're describing, does have right. answers. And those answers don't have to be domination, right? So, so what would the ultimate ability look like in Aikido? The ultimate ability would look like you could give someone a sword. And they couldn't cut you down with it. So the ultimate skill in Aikido would be to keep someone who's drawn a sword from being able to cut you down, right? Like that's yeah, that's what we're looking at. If you could keep someone with a sword from cutting you down, you could also keep a boxer from hitting you. Right. You could keep a wrestler from wrestling you. You could keep a judo guy from throwing you. And you could keep a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy from twisting you. So if you have that ability, you could keep them from doing that to you. Now, you have to, in that, give up the fact that you're going to do something to them because that's not what Aikido is about. It's about making an accord. It's about making a negotiation. So if you want to dominate them, then that's not the way to study, right? you got to study other martial arts for that. But with the sword, then um, if you have that, that's the ultimate skill in Aikido. And this is what Josh was just referencing a second ago, which is in 1925, Yoshiba had this um, sparring match of sorts with uh, a swordsman, and the swordsman got so frustrated, he threw down his sword and said, uh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And Yoshiba apparently went out into his garden after to refresh himself and had this enlightening experience and realized the truth of Aikido, the martial art. And I think, you know, what he realized in that was, I don't want to get cut by this sword, and I'm not interested in cutting you back. And that was his thought going into it. Well, oh, I don't need a sword because I don't want to cut you. But if you really want to swing your sword at me, fine, go ahead. And in that, realizing that because he didn't have a sword to cut the guy back with, there was no need to uh, be in cutting range, cutting distance, you know? And so it gave him an ability to move that have, wanting to cut him back with the sword would not have given that's right, him. That's right. And it's the same with boxing. It's the same with wrestling. You know, everyone talks about, oh, you know, your wrestling stance, your boxing stance, your sword fighting stance. Those are stances that are meant to to get someone who wants to get you right, also. Right, to set, to a make power to get A wrestling stance does not set you up to run after a guy. Right. And that is that ability, that, that enlightenment that he had that was, oh, He's trying to do a thing that I don't need to. I'm outside of right, that rule. Right, right. Because I don't have to follow that same rule. And so that allows me an ability to move that he does not have. The reason one wrestler can get a double leg on another wrestler is because the guy trying to get a double leg is also trying to get one on him. Right? So yeah, so, right, right. so we're setting up a, a symmetrical situation where they're both trying to do the same thing to each other. So they're getting in the same basic range to get each other. And it's the same with boxing, with judo, right? So judo, they both got to get to grips because what's judo? It's throwing. So until we get to grips, we can't throw. Now, we might argue about the grips we want to get to first, but eventually we're going to both want to get to grips and then do some throwing. In Aikido, we surrender the idea of doing something to them in order to make it difficult for them to do their thing to us. That's where it gets its power, and that's why we have all these things about using people's energy against them and blah, 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 because that's what we're doing, but we're only able to do that if we give up the other part. And I think that's a big part of this is ego. I mean, I think a lot of this, that's what this comes down to. It comes down to ego of being like, yeah, but if I just run away, right, run away in quotes or whatever, um, what am I doing? You know? Right. And the answer is, not dying or the answer is you know in in a self-defense situation right i want to live that's all i want to do that's my goal and, which is and i want to get us to a place where we can negotiate that 
and you're you're sacrificing that doing something to them for your own freedom right for your own ability to stay autonomous that's right that's right and because you're autonomous that means you cannot attach yourself to them and that means you have to let go of all idea of grabbing them punching them hitting them making some kind of contact with them right right don't want to do that commitment Zero attachment, right. right? And that's that's the thing of Aikido. That's what that's what you want to be. And so so now um, so now we got a basic outline. I, I would imagine a lot of people are saying, okay, so then why do we have all these techniques we have? Like you know, if you guys are right, if it's like it's just about not allowing someone to get you, then why do we have the techniques we have? So all the techniques we have in Aikido are oops moments. They're moments where you stumbled and you were not able to make that perfect distancing and blend, right? So ideally, if you had perfect Aikido, it would be like the 1925 thing is that uh, Yoshiba was always able to make this perfect accord with this guy, so the guy was not able to get to him. But what if the guy was? What would happen then? What kind of things would we use to reset ourselves to be back in a position where we could be free again, right? So uh, I would say that autonomy is the number one goal of Aikido. Well, the number one goal is to make an accord, but you cannot make that accord unless you're autonomous, unless you're free. And so what if someone grabs us, right? What are the beginning grabs that you would see? Well, the dodori, right? So katadori, ryokatadori, shoulder grabs, double shoulder grab, double shoulder grab from behind, lapel grab, uh, rear collar grab. Those are the initial contacts that would be made. So imagine you're moving around really quick so someone can't get you, and their hands are shooting out trying to grab you left and right. Those are the kinds of initial grabs they're going to get. And so if you can learn to clear those immediately, right, and that's what we see in the Hadoki, the the escape methods, then you can be autonomous and go back to what you want to do, which is setting the distance and making good blends. What if it goes a little further than that? And that's that's what all the techniques are. They're bigger oopses and bigger oopses and bigger oopses. Now, they're never built to just try and dominate someone, they're built to set us back to getting free. And that's why ultimately, you know, the the biggest control we exhort, uh, exhibit in Aikido, the biggest uh, dominating we exhibit in Aikido is our pinning techniques. Our pinning techniques are still not like the pinning techniques you'll find in jiu-jitsu or wrestling because we value the autonomy over the pin. Right. And so you can see that that's built in. And so all these people who are trying to change Aikido's pins, you guys are making a mistake. The pins are already ideal. They preserve autonomy over security. Remember. My job of dominating them, that's not my job. So I don't want to dominate them. I don't want to have the most secure pin. I want to have a pin that affords me the ability to escape get, quickly. To get out of the situation. That's right. Yeah. And if They're you look all... at them, you know, that's, they are really good at that. And Every pin that you, you set up allows you to uh, see a majority of the situation around you, right? And to easily get back on your feet and at distance yes. from your yes. uh, attacker. And they're all contingency plans of each other, you know? So as you go down, you know, as you go through, say, a technique like uh, Shomenuchi Ikkyo, right? The whole form as maybe we know it, you know, all the way from the Shomenuchi to the ground, say. Right, and that's right. the that's the traditional form that people tend to practice. Um, there's like three different, there's five different moments at least right. where there's an ability for you to back out of that. And that, and those are, and the contingency plans are, okay, but what if you need to continue with this for right. whatever right. strange reason, right? Like, if you need to take this person all the way to the floor because your five-year-old's in the corner and this home intruder came in and you you need to hold them down to so that it doesn't they don't carry away your five-year-old and you're calling the police on your phone, um, the you know at, at the same time you don't know if maybe this guy has a friend somewhere right? Right, right and so maybe you need to let go of him when his friend walks in right because right? that right. that guy's gonna carry your and five-year-old I think, away. I think you know? here we need like, to we need to 
put a really important caveat in because because so when you start thinking the way Maya just outlined, you'll have a tendency to go, okay, well then if if sometimes I want to hold people down, then what I need to learn is jujitsu. Like if you understand this or Western wrestling, because they're better at holding people down. Now they are. They are 100% better at holding people down. But you always put your autonomy right. at a premium over that. So even though the situations happen that Maya just outlined, whereas you know your five-year-old's in the corner and you need to hold someone down. That holding someone down does not take precedence over your ability to be free in a moment's notice because maybe you need to pick your five-year-old up and run the hell out of there. That yes. might be what you need to do, right? So my saying multiple attackers. So there's not just this one person. When you look at sport martial arts, the emphasis is one-on-one -on -one in a controlled atmosphere. Aikido's idea is never one-on-one, -on -one, never a controlled atmosphere. So my autonomy is what I need pre uh, dominantly over anything else. Yeah. And and so what's I think was what I was going to say is what's confusing about the forms as we know them is we look at it as one entire thing. What you I got to do it start to finish all the way through. No, there's there's like I said five or whatever spots right. in that where you can go. All right, nope, ikyo you away. You know, I'm just pushing your sh your um, elbow away from me and I'm out of here. Right. You know, right. or I get you your you know one hand to touch. Now I'm out of here. I'm right. bye. You know, whatever whatever moment that's what you choose and that's what's confusing about the forms right. but also what's great because it gives you these you can choose to let go at any that's right any point and i think that uh if people paid attention at all of those shitty parts of the technique where you're going like why is this suck why is this technique not working that's a point where um you the technique has worked you know that's a point where um they have you are either you have either freed yourself in a position where you know they right. they are not in a position to attack you anymore, so you can just leave and vacate, right. or they've changed. In which case, you need right. to change. What, you know? what Josh is outlining specifically, and this might be hard to understand, like is that you know, say you're grabbing someone's grabbing you yakutori, and you're going to do nikyo on them. Now, doing the nikyo, if your only goal is to get the nikyo done, is a domination, and so if they let go of you. And you can't do Nikyo anymore, you might go, oh God, this is a sucky point in the technique. How, it doesn't right, work. How, how do right. I keep him from letting go of me? But that's only valuable if dominating is your goal. If they let go of you, that's what you want. Right. So if you start to do a Nikyo and they let go and you don't do a Nikyo, that's winning because they don't holding you anymore. Or uh, this happens a lot in, and we've been through this uh, a lot recently. So Shomenuchi Ikyo, you move into that Ikyo and the the person turns away from you, right? And right. so you you can't get an ikyo out of it. You're never going to get them to the ground. But it doesn't matter. Push away. They're not facing you right, anymore. Right. You can easily get distance, right? And so keeping that in mind, that forces uh, you as the, the nage um, to realize, like, what the actual technique is doing right and B, it forces the uke to realize, like, what he actually wants, which right. is the, the nage. And if... The uke is not uh, connected yes. to the nage and doesn't want. Then cool. That's yes. we've we've ended that situation. Um, so that's the reason that if you see in all these techniques, the uh, uke is always trying to get back to face back to turn back toward the nage because that's he what he wants. And it's if he a persistent ass person. Right. Like. Right. And if he and and that's right. It's a person who doesn't care. You know, he's going to twist his body in whatever kind of weird configuration he needs to get to, to get you, right? And he unbalances himself because of that, and that's where the throws and different things happen. Um, but he's doing that because he wants to get the the nage, and the nage is just exploiting those 
uh, motions, right, or those those weaknesses. So right. if if the uke is not doing that, um, a you can't you can't do the techniques. Uh, so in a practice situation, that sucks. But in a practical situation, that's what good, you want, right? So uh, if you are, and this is my point, if you're getting to a posi- a point where the technique is not working. Try to figure out why the technique's not working. Is it and, working because Uke is no longer interested in attacking right. you? And, and if the answer is yes, then that was a right. success. Then you need to go, hey, uh, tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. I'm over here. <laughs> right. Whatever, you know? right. In a practice situation, yeah. In a practice <laughs> situation, right. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that's the that's the important thing. So, so I think with this we can start to outline. So, when people say martial, we have we need to understand what they mean. And so, if what you mean is that I am competent in a situation where someone's trying to attack me, then yes, uh, I, most all Aikido si- martial uh, Aikido systems can absolutely be martial. Sure. If your goal is to dominate, then I would enter no Aikido system is martial right. because it's not about domination. Um, and I think, you know, it, it should be real simple to see if you think about what's going on. You know, there's fight and flight, but there's also negotiate, right? right? So so when I, we don't want to fight, uh, we don't, we cannot run away, um, then we're going to make a negotiation. And I think that's what Yoshi was saying when he's like, we should be able to face those who want to do evil um, and not run away from them, yet uh, not try to disturb the world anymore, not to make the world any more of an unharmonious place, right? And I think, you know, that's a really good thing to, to say, and we should probably just say it. Like, Aikido is not good at fighting. So if the question is, is that, would Aikido be good in a fight? The answer is no. Right. And understand that conflict is not all fighting. In fact, if you're good at managing conflict, you will never fight. Like, if you're doing a good job of managing conflict, you will never be in a fight. And that's what you want. That's what Aikido says. Let's not fight because that's mutually destructive, and at least on some scale. Right. Fighting is dumb. Because right. at the end of at the end of that uh, that spectrum is destruction. Either you're destroying someone, which I mean, I guess if you're into that, whatever you shouldn't be, uh, or you're getting destroyed. That, and honestly, honestly, most people aren't into destroying something. Right. I think most people who say, "Yeah, I'm into destroying something," have never destroyed something. Right. Because if you've destroyed something, you feel bad on some right. level right. about it, you, right? You rip some dude's arm apart. Yeah, you're and go, you feel oh, bad. Man, why did I do? You know. And you might immediately feel great, like awesome. You know, I did this, but in the end, you're like, nah, "I wish I hadn't had to do that." Aikido is Aikido is normal and highly practical. Like like what we're trying to do in Aikido is what you're always trying to do in your life, which is have a negotiation with people so no one gets hurt. That's what you're trying to do. And Aikido is teaching us a method when they won't respect that conversation right. mode to get it back to conversation mode. So we're trying to get it back to the conversation, not me dominating and being your daddy and telling you what to do. You know. And I think the the you know existing having your own spe- the uh, being autonomous, I think, is a really good. Uh, point to be made also that like look I have my space that I exist in um, and I just want to keep that uh, the dynamic sphere that bubble that exists around me I want that that's what I want if you break into that um, that's where the problem begins and so what Aikido should be showing you is how to keep people from breaking into that bubble and um, threatening your autonomy right yeah, and if you're at all worried about them being bigger, stronger, more numbers, quicker, whatever, then you absolutely cannot afford to try and keep them in your bubble. Right. You know, try right. and make them pay for what they're doing to you. Right, right, you know? right, right. You absolutely cannot afford that. Yeah. If you're at all at all suspicious that they might be 
somehow more powerful than you. Right, you know, whether right. that's having a weapon or having a friend, like, or just simply being quicker than you. Right. You know, you can't allow that, and so that means letting go of the idea that you're going to make them pay right. or that you're going to show them who's boss. Um, and I think it's even like it's not a conscious thought that a lot of people have. They want to be the boss, right? Right. It's it's an unconscious thing. I mean, you know, I, I think most people wouldn't admit that they really like get a kick out of showing people who's boss. You right. know, they'd be like, oh, no, I'm cool. Like, right. uh, you know, I'm just trying to learn martial arts, you know, it's self-defense and, you know, everything's cool. Like, we all get there, though. I know I've been in wrestling situations before where it's like somebody does something and I'm just like, mother, like, and I just get amped. And it's like, now I have to hurt, like hurt, hurt you in quotes or whatever, you know, oh, yeah. to show, because I'm pissed at myself for letting this thing right, out, you right, know. Right, right, And, and imp- I think important- that's where... A lot of things live. I think know? an important thing to understand is um, just because Aikido exists in this way doesn't mean that it's wrong for you to study other ways, yeah. right? So I spent a lot of time studying a lot of other martial arts that are absolutely about dominating, and I'm glad I have those tools in my tool bag. But the tool that I want to use most and why I settled down to be an Aikido instructor is because I think the number one tool is good negotiation skills. Right. I think the ability to resolve it without anyone getting hurting, it hurt, including the other person, is what I ultimately want. And so that's why I would rather be good at Aikido than any other martial art. And we didn't talk about this last episode, and I, I think we were going to, but that idea of Aiki versus Kiai. Uh-huh. Um, and that idea that um, there are moments when that is what is going to save you yes. is the the kia sure it's outside of what we're doing right you know right uh and, and yeah like you you have to bring the tools to match whatever's going on and aikido has a broad tool set but there are things outside so so i i wrote this out the other day for everyone but basically like you know so number one goal is to to create non-physical aiki right and so that could be as simple as a glance it could be a conversation could be all kinds of things to like let's not have a physical interaction if they come to you then distancing is what you're trying to do if they overcome the distancing you're making which i mean they rush in or they catch you in a little spot then you want to make good awase a good blend with them so they can't get you if they catch you in some way you you want to make hodoki to escape, right? If you cannot make the escape, then you're using kyowaza, nagewaza, things like this uh, to, to try and get ourselves back to that position. If that stuff fails, like the stuff within Aikido, now we're down to jujitsu, right? So so this is an important thing to understand that a complete failure in Aikido looks like jujitsu. And so you shouldn't be trying to use jujitsu to make your Aikido better. You should study jujitsu because sometimes your Aikido will completely fail. But jujitsu is a, a notch deeper down than Aikido. Aikido. Now look, if you want every conflict in your life to end in grappling around on the ground, then jiu-jitsu is the only martial art you need. But if you want to never grapple around on the ground, then you need other martial arts systems above that. Now that doesn't mean that sometimes you won't end up on the ground. You will. But can you negotiate it before it ends up on the ground? And I think it's important to say this is a little bit um, a little bit back a step from what you're saying, but um, Nothing that we're saying in this podcast or ever, for that matter, is a moralistic judgment on wanting to do another martial art or wanting to uh, get to compete with someone and and work on that part of yourself that does want to dominate or to whatever, you know, it's... There's no judgment there, and and there's no judgment also in in an Ike situation of like, oh, I did I did good. I'm a good person because I did X, Y, or Z during right. this interaction. Um, be the ideal, sure, is to you know, I mean, my personal ideal, I guess, is to not hurt anyone. Um, but it's I don't think that it's uh, like there's a moral judgment there. No, no. 
and there there shouldn't be. Use the appropriate tool at the appropriate time. I mean, that's yes. that's that's it. You know. Um, yeah, and it, like all all three of us, um, we all have done other martial arts. We're interested in other martial arts. We regularly grapple. We regularly uh, sword spar. Right. We regular. We do all kinds of other stuff. Um, I've competed in lots of things. Like that's all great and that's awesome. It's just you know, it's what do you think is the most important? And if you think ground grappling is most important, study Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. If you think holding someone down is most important, study wrestling. Throwing someone's most important, study Judo. Hitting someone's most important, study a, an appropriate skill of striking. But Aikido is just not about that, and that's okay. It's just yeah. a different thing. And I think like like that's the thing too is you know sometimes you do want to. Uh, you want to enjoy wrestling for yeah, an hour, man. you know? Sure, it man. is fun. It is real fun. Yeah. Sword fighting is fun. It's totally fun. You know? I love it. Um, I totally love it. Yeah. But Fencing is awesome. It's not this. Right. You but know? just because you enjoy going to a class once, or a jujitsu class once a week, uh, means that you need to, that doesn't mean that you need to use that uh, as a first response to a situation where you feel threatened. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, oh, right. Nor is it maybe the best idea. And that's, right. I think, where we all come in with Aikido. And part of the reason that we love it so much is um, that we feel like it's a more um, general life uh, response to si- uh, many right. different situations in life than jujitsu or sword fighting or anything. The other things that we study are. Right. There it is. I think we we settled it. I think we hit it. Um, I would love to hear people's feedback on this. If you've got questions or anything to say, like um, I think really an important thing, uh, and I plan to talk about this more and more personally when I'm talking about Aikido is, you know, the goal of Aikido is to have a conversation. The ultimate skill in Aikido is to not allow someone to get you. You know, so so we got a lot of Aikido people out there who are like, I want to show how good I am at Aikido, and I'm going to do that by entering a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. Right. That's a stupid idea. Right. Get someone with a stick and have them try and hit yeah. you and prove that you can go a half hour without them hitting right. you with a stick. That would be a <laughs> badass <laughs> skill. That would go, be badass. If you could go uh, 30 seconds. Yeah. So so truth is we do we do some drills like this at the dojo. <laughs> Honestly, if you can go 10 seconds go t- without anyone getting you, that's impressive. And in a high stake situation where you're both armed that's a pretty good thing yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. so it's a super skill and so if if Yueshiba really could and I'm not saying whether you could or not but this is the story and I think this story is very influential on the art if Yueshiba could go with a swordsman until the swordsman got so irritated that he threw down his sword that is right. awesome and, Aiki ability right and that and and what you had said earlier is 100% right that means he could have done that with uh, a boxer. Yes. He could have done that with a wrestler. Yes. He could have done that with you know. If you're talking about the most skilled, uh, the most skilled swordsman, like whatever, uh, that guy is going to be equal to your NC two A wrestler right. or your whatever. Right. So as far as getting you within right, his context, right. we're, not, we're not talking about resin, but he right. cut you down right. with a sword. Right. So um, he could, you know go up against any of those other right. things. And, and, so. and so my thing is, you know, if we're going to start working towards that, if we want to prove like we have awesome Aikido people who can do things, let's produce a group of people who can't get hit by sticks. Right. That'd be badass. If we can go, if we can exhaust other people with our ability to not get hit, phenomenal. Yeah. We, and that's what success in Aikido phenomenal. looks like. And that's what success in Aikido looks like. Boom. Hey, done. that was great. Yeah, we Podcast shut up now. is done. Yeah. <laughs> read, read, uh, read off the patrons. We'll get out of here it. before we make any mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you have comments on this podcast or any of our other ones or have any ideas uh, for us, feel free to uh, reach out. We're really good about getting back on Facebook. Um, But SoundCloud, you can get us as well. 
You can and, look on our Patreon page. Also, uh, hopefully, oh yeah, yeah. so Josh and I shot a really quick Ooh. video. It's really rough. Uh, we're going to try and put that up. It basically uh, kind of goes through this outline, kind of talks about this outline and a little more technically about where things appear. Um, so if you guys want to look at that, I'm going to put it on the, I'll put it on YouTube and I'll put it on the Patreon page so you can. Uh, and hopefully can we'll be doing there. more of that stuff. So for those of you who are patrons, um, we will begin to actually be giving you some stuff that you might find more as useful hopefully yeah. as the podcast. So, so we do super appreciate you guys because I mean you know I, for anyone who's not our patron um, we don't promise anything special to our patrons they're just giving us money because they support the podcast so it's not like they get any special goodies so so uh, we've been thinking more about like oh we need to do something uh, so we're going to start putting stuff up for you guys more is the idea and, and don't hold us to it too strong right now because right. we're just getting started <laughs> but um, that's the goal. And Maya's having problems because she's a millennial <laughs> that's not true yeah they have always have trouble millennials working the machine yeah. it's rough yeah it's you know, the, their their vision's going right. and uh they're not used to dealing with these computers right. these new fangled computer systems all right all right all here right. we go all right i got it here all right see they make fun of me but i'm still the one doing it because they're afraid to do it themselves <laughs> <laughs> But, I, just, I just stand in Hanmi and stare at the computer, and I'm like, okay, everything's all right now. Everything's fine. You made an accord with the I computer, I did. I make an you? accord with the computer every time. All right. So thank you so much to all of our Patreon patrons. We super appreciate everything that you do for us. Um, and like they said, it's these patrons aren't getting anything special, which makes it even more valuable to us that they are still choosing to support us. Um, and it does make a difference for us. Um, and you know, some people are donating like $1 and that's amazing. That's awesome. That, and that lets us know what we're doing is worthwhile and that you want to continue listening. Um, or, you know, if you can't donate for whatever reason, send us a message and just say, Hey, I'm listening to your podcast and it, it does X, Y, and Z for me. And so, you know, even, Hey, I listen to your podcast and I hate it. It makes me think about how much I think differently. Great. Cool. Thank yeah, you I'd so like much. to hear how you think different when we can talk about it. Yes. Uh, so thank you to Rob Kitson, John Smith, Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Urbano, Genghis Galahad, Matt Riley, Warth Dean, one. and Grant Templin. Thank you so much, guys. All we right. super thank appreciate you guys. it. So um, next week, my idea, and we don't have to do this, but I'm going to throw it out there, so okay. maybe we'll, uh, is uh, now looking at uh, Aikido as... Uh, not about fighting. How can that be a martial arts system? Right. So how do those two things fit together, right? We're not fighting, and yet we're still... And we kind of hit on it uh, in this episode sort of tangentially, but I think we can go head on and really do a, a pretty good podcast. Tip, tip of, the, of week. the week. Oh, yeah. Um, tip of the week maybe is a little bit mm, confusing, but step one, think about... Uh, your relationship to Aikido and what you think uh, the goal of Aikido is. Um, Or what your goal is. Right, what your goal in Aikido is. Um, Because maybe, you know, you don't care about the the fighting or whatever aspect of it and you do it because of, you know, friends or whatever. Think about that. And if you do find that you want it to be about what we've said here, um, then how can you make your training kind of start to direct towards that, towards the idea of creating an accord with someone? 
Um, and that doesn't have to be, hey, uh, sensei, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> doesn't have to be <laughs> yeah, that. No, please no. don't do that yeah, to your please sensei. Don't do that. Um, please but don't do that. <laughs> think I was about this podcast, and these guys were talking about how you really shouldn't be doing this this way. So um, maybe can we try? Do not do that. Do not do that. Um, if you do do it, use the voice that I use. <laughs> right. Just so hey, um, the sensei knows. Hey, um, sensei. <laughs> Hi, um, sensei. Excuse you, me. So your sensei understands where you're coming right. from. So, you know, uh, see how you can fit your training intellectually into that goal that you've thought about and decided upon and see if you can fit it into that. Very good. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. That was a good tip of the week. I liked it. All right. Uh, until next week, then. All yes. right. Thank you Bye-bye, so much, guys. guys.